0: What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode... What is this? 164 of Town. I'm Jan Man Vee, and that guy kind of looks like Jackie, but he's not Jackie, because Jackie doesn't have glasses. And then that guy over there definitely doesn't look like Allie. So <laughs> we've got a whole new cast here today, because Allie and Jackie are uh, in Australia for the Invitational. But I want to welcome to the show Gara from uh, Team Tempest Storm, and Dr. Jikaninke from uh i'm drawing a drawing a blank you're team space oh, oh oh i can't hear you hold on a second hold on a second uh okay 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 now they can hear you all right you got Go. it
1: don't worry you know what you know what it. it's uh space station gaming. space station gaming gosh man i'm just
0: like <laughs> so bad about that but welcome to the show guys i'm uh so happy to have you guys on to talk about cards because i was like worried this is such a busy week with the expansion that I was like Oh my God! Is there, I'm not gonna have anybody to sub this week, so I'm like, Oh my God! I'm gonna reach out to Garrett and Doctor J just to see if uh, you guys were would be able to make it. And it's like the first, my first choice is like, of course, showed up. So this is awesome, perfect. Uh, but yeah, how you guys doing? You guys, uh, getting ready for the expansion tomorrow?
2: Yeah, super pumped. Yesterday I met my, my, Mike 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 Morehead uh the really? developer, and talked to him a little bit. Oh, that's bit, right. And that's right. Yeah, like we were. At a Blizzard event, we were like watching together the final card reveal, so that was quite exciting. Mm -hmm. And today I was streaming, making the meta spreadsheet for the upcoming expansion, and I'm like super pumped. Can't wait to get right into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited myself too. You know, anytime uh, new cards are coming out, it feels like uh, Christmas Eve. You just you just kind of get excited. You're like, oh my god, tomorrow! You're sitting up there waiting. You can't sleep. Yeah, no, I'm very it's excited for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just yeah, the right. night before kobolds and, <laughs> and catacombs. and catacombs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got like fifty. I think it's fifty-six cards to talk about today. We thought forty, whatever, five last week was a bit a lot. We've got. Even more this week. We're going to have to go even faster this week, guys. So forgive us if we don't, you know, dive into the most, you know lame <laughs> neutral card that we in the set but, but we're going to try to skip over just some of the ones that don't you know seem that intriguing they might still be good so we we, we we might not talk about some good cards that are just straightforward versus like some cards that have a very new type of dynamic and angle uh, before that let, why don't we talk a little bit about just some news um, just a, a couple things so of course tomorrow is the big uh, release and um, it's going to release first in NA here and then EU uh, the following day so so, I think we we're talking about around noon um, Eastern, somewhere around there. It usually launches around that 11 to 1 period in the Eastern. So, um, I forget the exact time of it. Let me see. Is it actually in this post here? Let me see. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's actually here either. But, um, yeah, expect that. Expect, uh, you know, just obviously all the streams to be going on during that time. We get some. Uh, in, uh, insane numbers during the, the first day of the expansion it's always a lot of fun uh and then there's going to be an invitational event also in in australia that blizzard is hosting so a lot of our uh favorite personalities and streamers will be there doing that which will be a lot of fun so um yeah what's the thing that you're looking forward to most guys you're going to do dungeon run first you're going to do just open packs and let's go with decks
2: I am jumping right into deck building. There's so many different decks I want to test, and it's kind of like 20 different decks. So, And it takes a lot of time to actually play them, get a couple games in. So, yeah, it will take a lot of time. So I really want to start playing these new meta decks.
0: Okay. So how many packs are you going to get <sighs> off the bat?
2: Oh, quite a lot, actually. Because I'm playing on all three servers, I think I have to oh get more God. cards than anyone else. Oh,
0: my yeah. God.
2: I always to play feel Nightmare. Awesome
0: all the <laughs> yeah. Wow, yep. okay. All right. So we're talking probably like a thousand packs or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Dr. J, how about you, man? Uh, I'm going to jump straight into deck building, you know. Uh just pro to... players. Yeah, well, I mean, I have
1: to, man. I'll do a dungeon <laughs> run for... For fun, but I have to jump straight into deck building for the reason that um I've got to help my teammate Ant out, and he's gonna be the invitational, and he does like he's he's probably flying right now, um Mm -hmm. if he's not already there, and he's not gonna have much time to play around the new cards. I gotta help him out, and then I'm going to seat story cup, so I've got to figure out decks for that. Oh, that's
0: true. Yeah, we've only
1: got like four days for that, so I need to jump straight in and go as much as possible. And I'm gonna have like a lot of packs too, but I only play on one server typically. But I like golden cards, so I'm easily getting like 300 packs on that server. Yeah, easily.
0: well, that's that's pretty. That's like a minimum for me. <laughs> every single <laughs> every single release is 300, and then we'll see from there. But um, but here here's a tip, dude. Play play Dragon Priest, dude. Like, oh, drag- is that
1: what I should yeah. do?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it's kind of crazy that we have the events so close to the uh, release. I don't think we've ever had events. Literally the day after, or even a couple of days after an expansion.
2: We had so. that for Naxramas. Did for we? The first wing. Oh, mm-hmm. that was. That was
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I won that one.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: why you remember it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah, so that, this will be pretty exciting. And the first week's obviously, obviously, really, really fun, too, because you see all kinds of crazy stuff. And, you know, most of the time that it doesn't stick around, but it's on record for winning an event. You know, it's, it's actually really cool that way. Seastory uh, Cup will be sick.
2: Yeah, no,
0: yeah, 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 I mean a lot of the top players I miss all of you guys all the top players are going to be there So that uh, should be a lot of fun um, The whole marketing I think for a Copals and catapults I think has been out, like just amazing and given that we're like a day before You know definitely this is the time to give kudos to the blizzard team for just all the card reveals You know and how they did it and I mean, I think this last two weeks or three weeks have been I mean the most discussion we've had in the hearthstone community on like a consistent day-to-day basis Um, and it's really just how they organized, how they released the reveal. I think they covered the most amount of people too, just with the reveals this time around. So, um, awesome that they did that. They did an escape room event yesterday. I mean, that was cool. Like, I, I I thought they were just going to go to some escape room and, you know, you know, just some establishment that's already there and maybe, you know, just a little bit of kobolds and Catacombs uh, catacombs themed. But no, they built that escape room themselves. You know, like it, it was literally wherever, you know, maybe on Blizzard campus somewhere or something like that. And I think they just built it from scratch. So that's that was really, really cool. And you guys watch it at all or no?
2: I unfortunately had no time to watch because it was like super early in the morning. Yeah, me. it
0: was. Like, it was really late. Yeah, yeah.
2: And but what was funny, like one month ago I was in LA and we had like this Red Bull meetup and Trump was doing escape rooms Oh, he loves it oh, yeah. right. every single night. Every single night, and I'm like, yeah, like maybe one escape room is pretty fun, but he was probably practicing. You know, <laughs> I don't know if he's practicing. He just loves
0: escape rooms <laughs> he's so. doing it every day. Yeah, yeah, he loves them, man. It's like his a uh, real big hobby of his. But um,
1: yeah, I I um I watched a little bit of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I love escape rooms too. It's just something that um. I do a lot with like a lot of the like pro Hearthstone players. Is like whenever we're at an event, we try and do at least one escape yep. room. Like they're just so much fun, and it was really cool. And I actually, I actually think I remember hearing somewhere that someone on I don't know what aspect of the Hearthstone esports team or Hearthstone team they are, but they actually used to design escape rooms. Oh, so so that I knew nice. they were going to do something crazy with like uh, designing it. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a hard escape room, but still, it was. There were a lot of different rooms, and it was very, very well done in terms of being thematical. You know, like, them going through, like, dynamite blowing up the wall and going into that room, you know, things like that. It it was really, really neat and creative from the Blizzard team. Um, We have a patch that's out, too, that uh, came out er earlier today and talked about a few things. One thing in particular you seem to be very excited about, Dr. J, that's uh, in this (laughs) patch. Why Why don't you talk about that?
1: Oh, um, the biggest thing I'm excited for about this patch as a competitive player is the pausing feature. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it may seem very minuscule, but when you're playing with your friends, it'll now pause the game. Um, It'll have a countdown timer, I believe, and it'll count down until they reconnect, and then they'll have the full time that they used to have allotted for their turn back when they first reconnect. And the reason I'm so, like near and dear to this little feature is like what one thing we had an issue with from a competitive standpoint was if someone ever disconnected for whatever reason it doesn't matter um it could be something like accidental or for whatever reason there was no way to really clearly identify um what could happen so the general rule of thumb was if there was a disconnect if there wasn't present lethal from one side or the other then uh, it would Restart. go to a regame, yeah. and that really affected a lot of players. Where there were some times where you knew it was an unlosable game state, and uh, I mean, a lot of pro players would agree. It's like, oh, this game's unlosable for the control warrior with a million armor and the face hunter with uh, no cards in their deck or hand. But since control warrior can't physically kill their opponent, um, we're, we have to regame it. So um, it's a really great feature that they added.
0: Yeah, I think it's the most elegant way of doing it too cuz you know there've been other games that have done like replay from restart or replay f- or restart from replays and things like that. But I think just the pause button is really cool cuz you can just like literally wait, you know, for your opponent to get there and there's no like, you know, timer that's behind the scenes that are going to time somebody out and eventually end the game and things like that. So, um yeah, it's really cool to keep the state of the game and it's a huge problem, right? So it's, it's been a whole for, like forever now and And if you think about it, we've gotten lucky that it hasn't been, you know, just crazy controversial or disastrous at a huge event. Uh, We have some, you know, like, obviously, like, disconnects. But can you imagine, like, for the World Championships and the finals on the last game? And it's literally, you know, a couple, maybe three or four turns from the end of the game and then something like that happened. That would be a bad look. Yeah,
1: it's been getting, it it got really close at one point Mm -hmm. um, with the the incident over champs. But, I mean, it gets... Gladly nothing too, like, uh, it's, I mean, that's kind of big, don't get me wrong, but nothing like
0: I don't think it decided stage. the outcome, though. Like, I think, right, I mean, it might have decided the outcome for that game, but I think overall in the series, right, it, I, I think... Oh,
1: the uh, series yeah. was still going on, yeah, but yeah. uh the one thing is, it was a very unfavorable matchup, so it was lucky that he even got to that point, and mm-hmm. then he just got steamrolled the next game because it's such yeah. an unfavorable
0: matchup. Right, right. But yeah, so there's a lot more on here. Obviously, all all the stuff about the um, uh, the release tomorrow is all in here. Talks about just uh, uh, pre-purchasing the bundle, which I need to do right after that because I just realized I I didn't. (laughs) I usually pre-purchase like the first day it comes out, but for some reason this time around I didn't. Um, They talk about receiving the three free uh, KNC card packs and the random legendary weapon. You know when you when you log in. Uh talks a little bit about the dungeon runs, and um, and at the very end, I think they even talk about the uh, the arena changes. So the draft appearances have been adjusted. They really go into that. Um, some of that doesn't make complete sense to me because I don't follow oh, arena cool. like super close. I don't know what they were previously. So, um, uh, but definitely arena players, you'll, you'll definitely see the changes.
2: What is that? I heard. Uh, Crypt tweeting about that he's super excited about these changes. For okay,
0: awesome. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, you know, there's basically numbers here that kind of tell you what the draft appearance rates are. You know how they were adjusted. So um, it looks like a lot of these cards were like a huge factor. Like they're definitely doubled, tripled, even seven times some of them. Right. So um, looks looks to be pretty good. Looks like there's a probably an emphasis on class there's this spell and weapons here and, and just class minions and things like that. So that's good. I think uh, changes to arenas is obviously always going to be great and in balancing the, the appearance rate is actually one of the biggest things that they can do. So awesome. But why don't we get into the cards, because I know everybody's waiting for on that anyways, and we got a lot to talk about, so um, let's jump into the Shaman cards to start off, and given that we have the best Shaman in the world, at least
2: historically, <laughs> and, uh, uh,
0: in Hearthstone, Gaara, Uh you want to kick things off? Talk about just any, any of the cards you think are interesting here?
2: Um, from these cards, the healing rain. So I'm gonna start with the healing rain. This is something. I'm gonna start that, with healing
0: rain? Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. I
2: All think right. it is an amazing card. This is what control shaman always needed and yeah. was most of the time lacking, especially after the healing wave rotated out. Yep. Was that the name of the card? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and th- and the biggest drawback of the healing wave was also the joust. Right? You could lose the joust, and then you only heal for seven and that's obviously really bad when you need to heal for a lot and this is like a lot of healing consistently this is like overall just a power creep of healing wave if you look at it Mm -hmm. and it can also heal your minions on the board you can control the healing in that way and another great aspect of the card is that you can discover it from the legendary weapon and it only targets friendly minions, so you can't heal the opponent's minions. That's like another great right. way to heal, even though yeah. you don't play the healing rain. So it, I, it's just a good card to have in sh- in the shaman class.
0: I didn't see the video. Did did they did healing rain actually get played during the um, the reveal? Uh, you know, with day nine and and Ben. Like, does it heal uh, one at know. a time? Is it like, you know, like one heal? Like, so if your your opponent was playing priest, for instance, they had Norschar cleric. Would they actually draw a crap load of cards? Yes. Us? Oh wow. Yes. Okay. They didn't,
1: That's I, don't they, I don't know if they I don't know if they said or announced any of that, but the way it works is it cannot mm-hmm. heal minions at full health or characters at full health. Yeah. So oh. it'll go one at a time until it recognizes, oh, hey, look, this this person's wow. at full health. So um it won't be like uh heal three to this guy and then heal four to this guy, it'll be like one at a time. Um, and I, I like the thematic of it. It's kind of like Volcano, where something explodes and it hits everything one at a time. Yeah. And this one is the anti-volcano, and it rains and everyone gets healed back
0: up. Pyro with this. Oh my god, Pyromancer against like a Shark Cleric that's up or something. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um How about um, not much to say. I mean, I, I agree with you, Gar. I think healing is definitely something that Shaman totally needed. What about Crushing Hand? You think that's 8 damage to a minion is actually something it's that we
2: need here? That currently, you would run Devolve and Hex. It's just that you really need this additional it's like removal five mana. like yeah crazy. it is like 5 mana and like you have the flexibility you can use it for 2 mana but overload for free is really like a big deal especially mm-hmm. right now with the Curvestone stone that we have with the prince decks can you really afford to overload for free mm-hmm. um i think like when i looked over the cards i don't think it will make the cut in in uh, any of the new shaman decks what um, if it, what if
0: it would have been 8 damage to any character.
1: No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would have been I insane. Think
0: that yes, it would almost guarantee play.
1: I'm a huge fan of Aggro shaman myself. <laughs> I loved that deck, but I don't think that's what we need right now. I think that deck had its time. I think dealing eight damage to face on turn two. Turn oh, uh-huh. me
2: two to eight damage. Yeah, two to eight right. damage. That would be yeah. That that would make sense
0: if it was it was actually worded that way. All right, murmuring elemental. So this is a um, probably the most In intriguing opinion, card out of all the three of these. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I think this is the best card for the summon class from the ones before Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For out book, of yeah. these
0: three, you mean? Yeah. Okay out of these three
2: i think from all the cards it, it has okay. just the m- biggest potential because it can be played in so many different decks it will mainly be played in jade elemental shaman i think this will be also the strongest archetype i think it is potentially stronger than the new token shaman um because yeah it works with the jade cards you can you know get a double Jade from, like, Jade Spirit, Aya, Jade Close, whatever, similar to the Brun, and you were playing Brun before as well in Jadex, but it is also an Elemental, so it has the Elemental tag, it works with the Elemental Synergy, and most Elementals have also a Battle Cry, so it works with the Jades and the Elementals, and it provides you, like, an Elemental for the Elemental next turn. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's crazy good, actually, and that you can run this card twice instead of Brun, it's really really good and you can do so many crazy things also like in meme decks you know you can play this together with double gangster you can go this double gangster wolf and then you have a baby. full board of six <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah six mana minions which is pretty much a guaranteed win uh it's just so many things you can do you can play Kalimos and get double discard from ta- yeah. uh, Kalimos, which is also so strong there's so many i mean there's so many good
0: do. battle cries right now in in Hearthstone, Death Royale and Battle Cries, but I think more so Battle Cries. So, yeah. this card is like, like you said, it's like a, a miniature brand, and but you can play two of them. It's yeah. just a great card. And I think that sh- if Shaman didn't have this card, you know, Shaman would, I think, be one of those classes that was, you know, at the bottom of this in- expansion in terms of what they got. So, yeah, they re- really, really needed this card. So, I'm glad. Also,
2: two mana yeah. elementals, they are not really good ones.
0: Yeah, I think, you're right? That's a whole right in that. Yeah. I mean there's no the, that one's a three mana one, the discount one, the one that discounts uh, all elemental by one. That's a three mana card, right? So That's a two mana yeah. one, one one. Oh is that two yeah, mana? Oh, it's one, two one, mana one one, sorry. Yeah. But so that one was, was bad,
2: kinda. Of. Yeah. It, it didn't really see any play, but this one is like really good. Okay.
0: Yeah, so um, uh, good stuff there. Uh, so for those of you that are listening, I just want to go through the cards real quick. So the Healing Rain is 3 mana, common, restore, 12 health, divided randomly among all the friendly characters. Crushing Hand is 2 mana, eight, deal 8 damage to a minion, Overload 3. And the Murmuring Elemental is a 2 mana rare, 1-1 one, one elemental, Battle Cry. Your next Battle Cry this turn triggers twice. So you only get one shot at it. It's not like Brand where you just keep playing and everything just Battle cries twice. You only get it for the very next uh, Battle Cry. Uh, but okay, let's move on to mage here. Uh, Dr. J, got any, um, opinions on these mage cards?
1: Uh, so, the most, the coolest thing, a shifting scroll, uh, each turn this is in your hand, transform it into a random mage spell. The only application I can see for this card is quest mage. Uh, but I'm not sure... I, I'm not a huge fan of Quest Mage. I think Quest Mage is really gimmicky. I think it's a fun deck, don't get me wrong. like It's really fun to play. I enjoy the deck. I just think it's really gimmicky, so unless this card actually sets it over the top, I don't quite see it working out too well. Uh, Dragon's Fury, five mana, reveal all spells... Uh, reveal a spell, not all spells. Yeah, reveal all of them. Reveal a spell from your deck. <laughs> Deal damage equal to its cost to all minions. People... People have been saying they think this card is good, and I only think it has potential. I don't think it's that good for the reason that you have to run core cards like Ice Block uh, and Frostbolt. So unless you can hit like a fireball and up, which I mean odds are probably higher than most decks that you will be able to hit that. Um, I think you just rather stick with Blizzard, Flame Strike, and you're you're fine really? with your AoE wow. package. I, I I'm not a huge fan of this card. I'm not really sold on it. And then the last hmm. one. 9-mana Dragon Caller, Alana. Uh, it's a 3-3, three, three uh, cry. summon a 5-5. Five, five. Dragon for each spell you've cast that costs 5 or more um, this game. Uh, I, I'm also... Uh, people are kind of either excited or think this card's awful. I think the only reason this card might see play is because it helps you with a win condition against Priest. Other than that, I think it's not that good.
0: Yeah, and freeze can, well, I mean, uh, they, they can't do anything, at least with Dragonfire, but they have plenty of other things that could remove the board too, right? Uh, yeah, even against the full thing there. Gar, what do you think?
2: you think... Um, of, of I agree. I play a lot of control mage. I played, like, a, mm-hmm. a couple thousand games of control mage in the last two months, and I was, like, very disappointed with these cards. Like, um, AOE is pretty much what you need. Like, Flamestrike is not good enough anymore, unfortunately. It's like Dragonfire Potion is mm-hmm. better, and all the new cards, AoE cards that other classes are getting are better. And Dragon Fury would be something that would be much needed in a deck like Control Mage. Unfortunately, is like Jikiniki said, it's kind of like a high card. You can't build a mage deck without the core cheap mage spells because they are like pretty much the best mage cards, like Primordial Glue, Frostbolt, Ice mm-hmm. Block. You have to play these cards. Yeah. So this card will turn out to be like a high card. You hit an expensive spell, you get like an insane board clear, you get unlucky, you get a bolt, you have like a 5-1 Aucanic Potion. And yeah, you don't really want to have a high roll board clear. Like when you need a board clear, you need a board clear. And so I'm I really okay. don't like this card at all. And the same goes for the Alana. I think, again, like conditional late game cards are not that good. It's just this card is extremely slow. Against aggressive decks, it is way worse than even Medivh. Like, it's very difficult to, you know, get this card out with value. Mm-hmm. And against control decks, it's just, it's not that good as well because against mage, you don't need to use any bot clear cards because, let's say, control mage, where you would run this card, uh, you never flood the bot with any minions. So every control deck never uses their bot clear cards against mage. So they will always have a board clear. card. Exactly, right, right. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I mean. So I'm this card is really, yeah, probably not even good versus Priest, right? Because they will have this psychic Scream, whatever this card is called, and they's never bought from Mates except you play this card, and then they have the counter to it. So yeah. I'm not excited.
0: Yeah, it seems like a lot of these Priest cards are situational. Uh, I mean, they have that one super strong card, the 4-5, right, that discounts any, any de- uh, spells that you didn't start in your deck. But outside of that, I felt like Mage, um, at least in the reveal, started kind of strong and then finished pretty flat here. So, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think overall they're probably bottom half for sure, you know, in terms of of what they got from this expansion. But we'll see. It just seems like Quest Mage is like, can you play Tempo? Like, have you guys even... I've oh, yeah. thinking about, like, Tempo Mage and things like oh, that. Oh, well, like,
1: the one thing with Tempo Mage is they got the new Secret, which is insane. I actually yeah, the think the secret, secret is one of amazing. the better cards in the set. That's true, that's true. It's, uh, it's exactly what Tempo Mage wanted to do with that Secret.
2: Oh, dude, Mage will be Tier 1. Like, Mage will be the meta together okay. with Priest. And which which like one, secret though?
0: Secret Mage? Oh, Secret Aggro Mage, okay, yeah.
2: Secret Aggro Mage will be nuts with the legendary weapon. Now you can play Kabaleckis and the new Secret is also like super powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's crazy. This will be crazy good. And it will also counter the new Greedy decks as well because it's so fast and you can just... Okay, so you
0: you think this will be the new Aggro deck then? um,
2: Oh, for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, the the. I don't know if agrees.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I agree to an extent. I think it'll be definitely be one of the stronger decks because uh, Explosive Ruins is insane for the reason that if you play, uh, I'm neglecting the name of the card. It's the three mana four three. If you play the three mana four three and you put an Explosive Ruins behind it, and they don't have a board state, and they try and tempo out a minion into it, uh, they have to check for. Uh, it, it's basically what Secret Mage wanted over Mirror Entity for the reason that it accomplishes clearing the minion, which can test your four three, on top of it deals face damage. Yeah. So when it does all of that, and then the four three hits face next turn, you're dealing like eight damage for three mana. Like that's just that's just incredible.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay.
2: Uh, also, let's... Oh, go ahead. I want to also c- quickly touch because I think the second tier one mistake will be Lilin Manipulator OTK deck. It will replace the quest mage because it's so much better. You don't need the quest anymore to kill your opponent.
0: Yeah, that's kind of scary. (laughs) You don't actually even need it anymore. You get like free apprentices and things like that. It's like nuts. Um, All right, let's see. The next uh, class we got is Warlock. So warlock's another class I think that um, has been consistently strong during this reveal. Getting something good, I think, every time we've talked about Warlock. Um, all right, what about this one? Dark Pact. So, this one's kind of like a, an upgraded or a new sacrificial pact where you destroy a, a minion and you restore eight health to your hero. It's one mana. And then we've got a new set four mana, seven, seven, which is a Hooked Reaver, a rare card. It's a demon battle cry. If you have 15 or less health, gain plus three, plus three in taunt. So, you have to have 15 less. Are you have fifteen or less health to actually get that for seven seven? Uh, and then lastly, we got Possessed Lackey, two two five mana rare card, Death Rattle recruit a minion. Okay, so do you guys, what do you guys think of these cards? Like, any of these cards really stand out as being something strong to you guys?
2: Um, um you can go first, Gar. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Dark Pact. I think cards like these are just not good enough anymore, just because of their overall power creep in hearthstone. Yep. I think a card that just heals is not gonna be played like any longer. Um,
0: you might be able to extend that. A card that just does one thing period seems to yeah. be like that seems to be fading because that's just not enough value in this game anymore.
2: I mean just look at Death Knights, right? They heal you passively, they give you five armor and they're just like a crazy win condition. Cards <laughs> like ultimate yeah. infestation, you get like a passive heal for five. This is really crazy, but we have those cards in the game right now. And if you compare these cards with, like, Dark Pact, just, you know you have to sacrifice a minion to get 8 heal. It's just not good enough.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's nice that they do have a heal option, though. So, you know, if you were trying to deck build in some way, you know, there's that at least for you. Uh, so I have always thought that Warlock should have something where, you know, at least in the toolkit, where they can try oh. to do something. But, yeah, right now I just don't see it actually being...
2: Compared to Earthen Scales, right? You play Earthen Scales in Big Druid, you, you like, use it on, like, a Deathwing or something, you get uh, 1 mana, 12 armor, and you don't have to sacrifice a minion. With yeah. Octaneer, you would cycle it. It's just so much better, just in comparison.
0: Yeah. Okay, how about Hooked Reaver? The, the, um, I've got 5 health and <laughs> 477 Molten Giant Molten Giant Dreams, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um...
1: um yeah. Hooked Reaver is a definitely an interesting card. Uh, I, I'm i not sure how to evaluate this card because a lot of times when I look at cards, I like to evaluate the first thing is how good is it on the t- mana cost that you play it. So, for instance, the most likely time I would want to play Hooked Reaver, especially since it like seems to be a more of an aggressive card, uh, even though it can be defensive since you can not get the taunt. Uh, is that you want to play it on 4, and the odds are uh, you're not really going to be on 15 or less health at turn 4, especially in Zulok, mm-hmm. because you're either going to be training minions on board or you're going to be playing against uh, another control deck. However, it is really good in the late game when you're life-tapping and then you just, oh, 7-7, seven, seven, just hits the board. Um, And then in control, Warlock, if you're tapping constantly and you're playing against an aggro deck, this kind of works as just a pseudo-taunt. Uh, it's yeah. sometimes can be better than, let's say... They used to play uh, Twilight Drake. Yeah, I think um, where you just play that minion and they just ignore it. They can't ignore this. Um, So I think it has potential, and a lot of the Warlock cards do. It just doesn't find room in those Warlock decks.
0: Yeah. Okay, and then lastly, Possessed Lackey. Do you like this Recruit Demon type of thing? I mean, Recruiting... I I find like these these, uh, Recruit decks, or the decks that are going to have to have Recruit, are going to be ones that either need to run just very, very large minions, right? So you can just get the max... um, value out of it but a lot of these minions have battle cries you know like you lose a lot of the value for if you do just summon them you know out of nowhere so um yeah what do you think about just a card that's this is like probably the most vanilla-ish type of recruit outside of this this is a death rattle instead of just straight you know just recruit a demon what do you think about this
2: yeah the first thing that comes to mind is portion of madness (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah
1: big warlock yes exactly it's, it's becoming a deck um Possessed Lackey is I I I want it to be good for the reason that I would love to play a control Warlock where Possessed Lackey cheats out Void Lord, and I think Void Lord's <laughs> yeah. insane. Right, right, um, right. The issue is it's a five mana two two, and that's just it's just so weak. So I don't know how feasible that is, but I think it's something worth trying.
0: Yeah, this is like 2016 balancing, man. This, this just doesn't work. in 2017, you know, it's just not good enough, right? Um, okay, so um, now, oh, go yeah.
2: ahead you going to say something? I, it okay. just came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Isn't the hooked reverb very similar to Molten Giant? Like, you get a four mana 7-7 seven, seven with Taunt, if you compare it to life, uh, Molten Giant and how you played Molten Giant. like yep. past If you're lower than 50 HP, you can play him. I think yep. you could play him very similar to Molten Giant. Yeah. yeah. Like I, guess- I didn't think about it that way. Like, it just, just came to my mind. Yeah. It's very similar.
0: It's nice as a demon too, it, you know. Like it'll oh, come yeah, back, it right? Mean. Actually, when you you uh, gold on too, but it won't come back as a seven seven though, right? If it comes back, no. just yeah, about, come back uh, at four four. Yeah, it just comes back at a four um, four. All right. So, well, next up we got priest. Oh man, <laughs> priest. Priest. Yeah. I mean, I I I being a priest player, you know, loving life, you know, <laughs> with this expansion. But damn, dude, like just when you thought your life was good, just with everything that was already announced for Priest... Then they come out with some of these cards, which we're talking psionic probe, one mana, copy a spell in your opponent's deck and add it to your hand. Ah, you know, that's that's alright. Three mana, Twilight Acolyte, Epic, 2-4 Battlecry. If you're holding a dragon, swap this minion's attack with another minion's. Holy crap, that card is crazy. <laughs> and then Gilded Gargoyle, 3 mana, death, death rattle, add a coin to your hand. So um, you know, and it's a 2-2 two, two body. Twilight Call is a spell, three mana rare, summon one, one copies of two friendly Death Rattle minions that died in this game. So, if you're playing a Death Rattle deck, that's easy to do. And then finally, the Spellstone is a diamond. Of course, it's a diamond for a priest. It's a seven mana lesser diamond spellstone. Re- resurrect two friendly minions. And this is when you cast four spells to up. So, every time you cast four spells, you, you upgrade it. So, eventually, it gets to Resurrect Three, and then it gets to Resurrect Four at max. All right. So which card, which card do we, I mean, the I think the, the biggest elephant in the room is this is Twilight Acolyte because it's, I think it's an insane card because, you know, when there was like dream scenarios where we're like, you know, what, what card would you just like priest to have? Like if you could just pick any card in any other class, like what, what would be a good fit for priest? And it's like, oh yeah, Aldor Peacekeeper, that'd be a great one. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like so many cards to, to combo with. So they kind of got it with this. I mean, they they got a better version of Alderweire Peacekeeper, I think, with this, um, because you know, you know you're crazy. able to, uh, because you're able to turn any you know like basically any minions attack into two, and then on top of that you gain that attack on this minion, which is like crazy good. Uh, the only bad, the only requirement that you have to have is you have to be running a dragon deck, and it's just like dragon decks are already good, right? So, um, yeah. What are you alls thoughts on this?
2: So besides the obvious thing that you can just, you know, swap stats and negate like a big minion on board and get your own big minion on board, is the combo potential of this card. You have your own Kodo combo now with Priest, with Shadowed Pain, which for five mana, you play him and Shadowed Pain to take out any minion basically, and you get something big on the board, and you can combine this with Portion of Madness, you can combine this with Shadow Priest, just, you know, enemy.
1: yeah, it's you just, choose what you kill, yeah. Like you choose, it's not like yeah. Kodo where you just it's just random, it's like you, yeah, you're picking just, whatever you want. Yeah.
0: Horror, too. I mean, it's just like any of those things, it's, it's, it's insane. also insane. It's like
1: it's also great for Dragon Priest because a lot of times, if you just play this on let's say three and they had like a three attack minion, you then have an aggressively statted minion that you're just curving out into. And it's just it, it, this card is just very aggressive too, which is something Dragon Priest uh, mm. is wanting to do. You just play this minion. It, let's say you swap attack. Although in the mirror match, you do a Draconoid Operative. It's now a five-four that they like have to answer. Mm. And then you can um, you can do tempo things with it. You can just play this alongside a dragon, and it's it's just insane. And it has combo potential. It's just a really overall just solid good card.
2: Just compare him to Shrinkmeister. Yeah. From before. Uh,
0: kind it's of like Shrinkmeister. Like yeah. So, much,
2: so cool. much better. Like you use Shrinkmeister for, uh, let's say, Cabal to steal an Isera or whatever. You can do the same with this guy, but so much more.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just good. I mean. Nowhere have we ever seen a card, you know, there's been t- Tankmaster too, right? Shrinkmeister, Tankmaster, there's all kinds of cards where we've been able to transform like huge things, you know, and um, you know, just have a minion that does that, right? But never have we actually gotten a buff to the existing one too, and that's, that's where it's just like insane power, crazy. Um, Alright, so let's talk about, uh, let's see, maybe uh, the Spellstone? You know, I think Spellstone and maybe uh, the Gargoyle have a little bit to do with each other, given that the Gargoyle gives you coins, and the Spellstone is dependent upon how many spells you cast. Yeah, what do you think about this? This is Resurrect. I mean, this is like Um, Kazakus material here. Okay, the Spellstone
1: is great. I would like to comment on the Gargoyle and say I really wish this was a Paladin card. Like, I really wish this was a Paladin card for the reason that it would give access to OTK Paladin um oh, like it would give more yeah, sources yeah, yeah, yeah. for otk paladin which yeah, would buff that yeah, deck but true. like in priest it's really bad it's i, I mean unless you're playing like the Rattle priest then i don't see seeing play however the spellstone is a phenomenal card in big priest and it's just it's a card's just insane in big priest it's it's just i mean <laughs> in statues
0: man oh my god
1: statues lich kings ysera's yeah I, you can put a barnes in there i don't care it's rezzing my ysera it's Card's really good.
2: uh Yeah, I agree. I think the lesser spellstone stone is absolutely crazy. I think people are not aware how crazy this is in Vector <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's not even that difficult to, you know, upgrade the stone, but even he, I think he's it is the only upgrade card that is good even if you don't upgrade it. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Just resurrecting two is, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like quite two a big means for
2: seven mana is crazy. And if it's more than that, it's like GG. Get a couple, like, you know, Iseras and yeah. Obsidian such it's, it's like, how do you kill that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely crazy card. And gives the deck also more consistency, the big priest, which is also yeah. scary.
0: I mean, it's good in Dragon Priest too, right? It's not too bad in Dragon Priest resu- resurrecting, like operatives and, you know, whatever Yeah, too, right? The it's not issue good, with it, but it's not...
1: The, yeah, the issue with uh, it in Dragon Priest is you're also playing things like Northshire and Nether Spite Historian, mm-hmm. so you and kind of... Trick even. Yeah, and then yeah. even Twilight Acolyte's not that great to pull back from mm-hmm. it, so it's mostly just a big priest card for the reason that you can guarantee it hitting two big minions, and even if it resurrects a Barnes alongside, mm-hmm. it's like that doesn't even matter, because you're. It's the Barnes is either alongside a Lich King, <laughs> or a Ysera, or both, it, yeah. it's just a really good card.
0: And Priest of the Thieves is pretty good too. Like it's whatever, right? It's generally going to give you way more than seven mana of uh value there. Yes. Uh Twilight Call or Twilight's Call. Summon a one one copy of two friendly death mm-hmm. rattles in the deck that died this game. What do you think about that? Uh it's I don't think it's that good. Quest Priest.
1: Yeah, Quest it'll only see playing Quest Priest, and that's like I don't think yeah. Quest Priest really is a deck right now. I mean, maybe it just single handedly makes it a deck. I, I don't think so though.
0: Yeah, uh, and then the last note, Psionic Probe, that's pretty much just like a Mind Vision-ish type of thing, right? Um, or, let's see, copy a spell in your opponent's deck and then add it to your hand. Okay, yeah, so, just steal a, not steal, but, you know, that, that sort of card that we've had in the past in Priest, so, nothing too strong there. But man, Priest is going to, I mean, they, they definitely did really well. Whoever designed the Priest cards... Man, that guy did a great job at least power-level-wise because they're, they're going to be really, really good. Um, it's going to be good to see. It, it'll probably be one of the biggest disappointments or one of the biggest like like misreads ever of Priest is Not Good, I think, uh, coming out of this expansion. <laughs> There's no way it's not. <laughs> like, There's no way Somehow, <laughs> of all those things, like, somehow flop. I don't know how it can. But, uh, all right, next up we got Paladin. Yeah, Paladin here. So we've got... uh, Dr. J, you want to lead us into this one, maybe?
1: Yeah, I can lead us into this one. Uh, The first card is Potion of Heroism. It's two mana. Give a minion Divine Shield. Draw a card. Uh, There's Crystal Lion, six mana. Divine Shield. costs one less for each silver hand. Recruit you control. It's a Mm 5-5. And then there's Valinir. Six mana, four, two weapon. Oh,
0: I think I lost... Re equip this. Oh, I lost you for a second. Oh,
1: there. did I yeah. cut out for a second? Yeah, Sorry, yeah, that was good yeah. Um, Valonir, six mana, 4 2 weapon, death that'll give a minion in your hand, plus 4, plus 2. When it dies, re equip this. Um, I think Potion of Heroism is really good. I think that card's pretty solid. I think Crystal Lion is awful um, unless they print more Silverhand Recruit support yeah. that puts it on the board, like a card like Muster for Battle. Crystal Lion has potential. But I don't think right now it's good. And then Valinir is really hard to evaluate. Valinir is one of those cards where I think it's either unplayable or it's like
0: super good. Played in
1: every paladin deck for the reason that it's it. I I used to think it was you play it uh, and then after it dies, you get it back to your hand. But it's no, it's re equip, which is really good because it's six mana and then basically you almost have this permanently equipped, uh, as long as you can play the minions or you have a minion in your hand when it dies. Um, so, uh, I think Paladin's kind of lacking some cards. So I don't think Paladin would be that strong, but I think the best card they got probably is Potion of Heroism, and at least in these three.
0: Yeah, Gar, your take?
2: Um, yeah, I agree with most of what you said. It's just, Potion of Heroism, when I thought about the card, is I wouldn't know in which deck I would really want to play it in. Yeah. In, in Control Paladin, for instance, it's very rare that you have the board control. So you don't really have a minion, which you want to give a Divine Shield to trade it in. And in Agro Paladin, does it really make the card a 2-mana card that gives you Divine Shield and Cycles? It's probably too expensive. So, yeah, on the, in a nutshell, it looks like a great card, but in what deck you want to really play it in. Yeah. And the Crystal Line, it's very similar. It's not a bad card if you look at it. And like as soon as you can get two Silverhand Recruits on the board, it's already like a four mana, five five. But again, there's no deck that would want to play the Silverhand Recruit cards, except you play it like as a new archetype, a mid range Paladin deck that plays all the Silverhand Recruit cards. Uh, because there is actually a lot of Silverhand Recruits cards. There's like the new two drop, there's like the. the there's Vine Cleaver. There's like a lot of Silverhand Recruit cards. And as soon as we can get free recruits on the board, it's a powerful card, 3 mana, 5, five Divine Shield, but it's like a new archetype. And if midrange Paladin is good, you would play this card, but yeah. probably only in that deck. And Valanir as well, extremely difficult to evaluate. In Control Paladin, you just play way too many weapons. You oftentimes, even right now already, you have oftentimes situations where you just have too many weapons. You have u 8 and uh, the near on eight you want to play uto nine but then you know you either discard your ashbringer charges or your utah weapon charges and now you have volonier and volonier is like an endless weapon you know it's like get it yeah it's, it's infinite
0: value it's like infinite value right so
2: yeah but this is the only weapon that has actually anti-weapon hate synergy like, it's good versus cards like also or Harrison Jones. There's no other weapon that has that. Mm, the druid so it's like very the,
0: the druid weapon is anti Oh, yeah. yeah. A little bit, yeah.
2: yeah. A little bit. But not in the, in the way of... This gives you, like, yeah. value. This is, Harrison like, head. no doubt. Yeah, it's just
0: infinite yeah. value. Yeah.
2: So, it's good, right? But, but the, the, the uh, second problem with this card is the six mana slot is actually the strongest slot for Paladin. You have Spike Steed and sunkeeper Keeper right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. which are, like, super powerful cards. And then you have, like, another six mana card. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's kind of tough. Yeah, I I think I kind of agree. I mean, the Valonair is, yeah, it's very tempting. And I think a lot of people would, you know, I I think be quick to just say, wow, that's a crazy, crazy amount of value. But, yeah, it, it just doesn't fit right now. I don't even maybe some kind of mid-range if it actually ever developed and you wouldn't want to play strike there's no way you would not play spike ridge or or tear him in those type of decks so yeah there's, there's uh i think that this might just sit on the shelf for a while potion of heroism is cool because um you know if you play Linessa, you know sun sorrow you know that that legendary that yeah. basically gets all the buffs that you've cast i mean this is great heroism adds value to that too so you get a you know dread just get a sun uh spike ridge steed and this that's that's an amazing minion that you got there with Lin- linessa so yeah i think that's probably the strongest crystal lion i i yeah i don't know i think it can be good later i i have a feeling that card will be good uh it probably is good in wild right now like you know just oh, yeah. w- when you have you know must must for battle and and uh, ways to do that. There are multiple ways to, to summon um, multiple Silverhand recruits. Like, they added, like, a one or two cards, too, right? So, if you add up all those in Wild, then you got, I mean, probably a free Crystal Lion, or at least a one or two mana Crystal Lion, which is kind of insane. Um, but, yeah. So, Paladin, yeah, it's kind of, like, middle of the road, I think, by the end of this, this expansion. Like, they got some neat stuff. They just didn't get crazy, like, insanely powered things that some of the other classes got. Um... All right, Warrior. Gara, you want to talk about some of these? Or you want to lead us through some of these? Uh,
2: yeah, these are like very different cards. Yeah. Like, we would play in very different decks. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the, the Golem. Um, okay. Very cool card. If you compare it to an Ancient of War, it is like a six mana five knight. So uh, almost yeah. as good as an Ancient of War for Taunt Warrior. Yeah. And another interesting thing about this card is the six mana slot was like the only weak slot for Taunt Warrior. Uh, you had a good six mana taunt minion. Right. And so, like, crazy good card for the, uh, for that deck. Also, it's like a good card to recruit. Uh, yeah, a 5-9. Five, five Pretty damn good. Um, yeah. Good stats. Interesting card. Yeah,
0: It's a statue otherwise, right? It's a statue unless you have five or more armor. That's what the, the Texas taunt can only attack if you have five or more armor. But that's fine, right? Even yeah. if it just sits there, yeah. it's like completely good.
2: It's not such a big drawback as long as the minion has taunt, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. on the the ones without taunt, it's a huge drawback. Uh, the, the Cobalt Barbarian is not very powerful. It's kind of like a Ogre Brute because yep. it uses up the attack, right? It's random. The only deck which would potentially play this card would be uh, tempo Warrior or Pirate Warrior, but those decks have already like a good free drop with the South Sea Captain and the Darkshire blood? Say a cultist. Uh, I think you would play those cards over this guy, and it's just not good enough anymore because of the power creep. It's kind of like an ogre brute. Would you play an ogre brute nowadays? Probably not in any deck. No, it's just not good enough. I would say, and the woke cleaver is extremely powerful if you have like a new recruit warrior deck, Vicoria. It's like on the first charge, you get like immediately a Grommage. You can see uh, this card is like an additional free free weapon for free, on top of getting like this big Mm -hmm. minion out. But past that turn, you get always a big minion out for free, which is kind of crazy value if this weapon sticks. Yeah. Like, like you begin your turn with pulling out the big minion. It's crazy powerful. And the Bladed Gauntlet is actually a card that is, again, very difficult to evaluate. You kind of have to see how this card feels in the new Control Warrior decks. Like, if it feels too clunky or too weak, right? Because it has great potential. Right, with like um, She Block on Curve, for instance, you play this one too. It's very unique because you can't take out the minion immediately, which you're used to with the War X. Mm-hmm. but it's much stronger afterwards. If you have cuts like She Block, for instance, you can take out like a much bigger minion, like a yeah. Scale Bane or something, which you're also not used to.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Blade Gauntlet is an epic that has attack equal to your armor, it can't attack heroes. So lots of armor synergy, Con- c- continues it obviously with this and as well as Gem Studded uh, Golem. Uh, but uh, the wool cleavers, I feel like the wool cleavers is one of those weapons that would cause people to play ooze, you know, because I think a lot of oh, people's yeah. first instinct was like, everybody's going to play ooze, no matter what. Like, this is just like a weapons cl- uh, expansion, right? So, it's a no-brainer. But, you know, there hasn't been that many, you know, crazy powerful weapons. Uh, so, I feel like it's like right there. Like, I can totally see people arguing about running, you know, ooze and everything, and I can see people, like, taking the chance not to. But wool cleaver is a type of you know the type of of card that can win you games so people would if whatever control warrior became popular they would definitely run harrison or whatever um yeah dr j what's your take
1: uh uh, i think bladed gauntlet's really bad (laughs) i think kobold barbarian's really bad i think jet studded golem is really good for taunt warrior yeah question is how good is Tom Warrior? We see it seeing play in competitive play now to an extent, mm-hmm. so this will definitely see it's... Uh, it'll definitely be fitting there. And then Woe Cleaver, I I, I don't think it's good. I, I mm-hmm. Woe Cleaver, it's just... I, maybe if there is some kind of big warrior deck that comes out of it, the issue is I don't think big warrior... there will be a big warrior deck with the new six mana recruit and then this card. Um, so I think overall it's kind of bad i i I just don't like it but the only card i really like here is gem set of golem
0: yeah so the real question about warrior is that um you know i like all the synergy that it did with armor completely makes sense i think historically i've always just liked that type of design for warrior but what is their end game you know, I think that's the one thing missing here. Like things like Woe cleaver, like you said, and recruiting minions. It's like really, really cool, but there's just no minions to even recruit off of, like you do with yeah, it's it not you know, Yeah, and yeah, so it could be in the future, but right now it's like, how do you play warrior guys? Like, any
2: ideas? Deathman's hand. I, <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, but then I want to
1: play Pirate warrior, but bladed gauntlet can't go face. <laughs> Can
2: you know, you I'm disappointed.
1: That?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> That would be insane, doing 10 damage to the face or something (laughs) like
1: that. That should have been the legendary weapon. It should have been Bladed Gauntlet, 10 mana, your armor count. um, It's a 0 one and your armor count is how much it can
0: have then, i would have played that card and then the five <laughs> ooze, the five ooze meta becomes it <laughs> counter meta comes into play because <laughs> you can literally lose to one weapon you
1: only need one swing chan man they can't use <laughs> it it's out of your hand
0: it's crazy <laughs> all right uh next up we got rogue Okay, we got um, a few things here. So we got King'sbane, which is the legendary weapon. It's a one mana, one three, Death rattle. Shuffle this into your deck, and it keeps its enchantments. So if you poisoned it and all that good stuff, when it gets back in your deck, it's actually you know up still upgraded. Uh, kind of interesting. A two mana. Uh, we got a, a Cavern Shiny Finder, two mana, common, three one, uh, cry draw a minion from your deck so you can maybe find that king's bane if you need. Elven Mis- minstrel is a 4 mana 3 2 draw two minions after you combo from your deck. And then lastly, we got the spellstone, which is an onyx. It's destroy one random minion and then pl- if you place three death rattles, upgrade it, and it goes all the way up to destroy three random minions, which is like wow. That's that's pretty cool that uh I guess uh <laughs> rogues can I guess remove even more than they can already. <laughs> But uh yeah overall any any of these cards really stand out to you guys? Like is the it's weapon going to be the something worst
1: one. Which one? Uh, the worst one?
0: The spellstone. spellstone you think it's the worst worse one? than
1: crushing walls.
0: Well, crushing <laughs> walls not spellstone, right? So it's, No,
1: I know. i uh, no what I'm saying is the card is worse than uh crushing walls.
0: Oh, you think it's worse than crushing
2: walls?
1: Yes, I think no, I think, I I think, I think it's spellstone's just spellstone is just awful. Yeah.
2: I mean, it is a deck, it is a card for uh death a rogue and therefore rogue <laughs> is <not really laughs> pretty bad yeah death. yeah so yeah that is just unplayable and the second worst card is the shiny finder to find a weapon a two mana free one that just dies to patches it's just completely unplayable and yeah like it won't see play till the next year's rotation and then probably also not But for now, it's completely unplayable.
1: Yeah, I'm on the fence about Shiny Finder. I think Shiny Finder has potential if King's Bane is really good. One good thing about Shiny Finder is that you can curve it out with Shadow Blade. Um, So you can play this on 2 and then get Shadow Blade on 3. I don't know how good that is. That's probably not as good as being able to find King's Bane whenever you want. (laughs) Um, The question is, is King's Bane good enough to warrant running Shiny Finder in a... In In a like ...in a Miracle Rogue deck? That's Uh the question.
0: I, I mean, how many enchantments no really are there? You know, like there's there's poison. There's um the Invenomous, You know, like the the one that the, that you know puts in, in venomous poison. I think it is right. Both poisons basically. And then
2: I what actually else talked with like, Mister good about it yesterday quite mm-hmm. a bit. The King's Bane. What is very cool about this is you can't fatigue with Rogue if you have this card yeah. because oh, you can always true. like yeah. hero power over this card and you get it always back in your deck. For Miracle Rogue, this is extremely interesting. Also for Mill Rogue, which is very potentially a a good deck with this expansion as well, It gets a lot of good cards. And if you play Miracle Rogue, like with Deadly Poison, uh, you have like an infinite weapon. This is kind of like sometimes a problem with Rogue. Uh, You just, you know, run out of damage. And with this card, you kind of have infinite damage. And let's say if you have... Life Leech and just Deadly Poison, like you can uh, you really underestimate that you have like infinite damage with this card. Like you just have it equipped. We just
0: just talked about Valinir though, and Valinir has infinite damage too, right? But Valinir,
1: you have to dedicate the mana to a minion. Whereas this, uh, let's say you get to a game state Mm -hmm. where you have no cards in your deck and you have this card in your hand, you just equip it, you swing face for most likely five. I'm going to assume five because that's with two Deadly Poisons buffed on it. You go face for five, you then re-equip the dagger, it goes back into your deck, you then get it again, you do the exact same, you do dedicate <laughs> yeah, three only mana only every miller, turn to that, yeah, yeah. and you do five damage a turn. The question is, um, can Miracle Rogue afford to do that against some control decks? Maybe. But against most decks, probably not. So the question is, is, is it worth running? Because I think the only things you'll really hit with this are deadly poisons. So in order to consistently hit deadly poison on this mm-hmm. card, you would have to run something like Cavern Shiny Finder. But the question is, like, is that package good enough to be ran in a Miracle Rogue deck? And the question, the answer is maybe. I don't know, it's hard to evaluate. Uh, that's why I like this, because it's hard to evaluate.
2: Yeah. Like, if you play also the minstrel, you can always find a weapon, like, very fast. Yes. Because the, the guy always draws minions, and then this guy always throws the weapon. Yeah.
0: So, Like the weapon is the wind condition, so if you they're like a bunch of uh, uh I mean, if you always basically, Harvard just oh no, the wind
1: condition, it. yeah, the wind condition is beating them down with four fours, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I nice. love that card, yeah,
0: yeah, That that's true, that's true. Um, <laughs> all right, so going from rogue, we got the uh, the stepchild of the uh, of Hearthstone, we got Hunter here, so. <laughs> Alright, let's see if Hunter got enough to, to help them out here. We got Candle Shot. 1 mana, 1, 3 immune while ta- attacking. So this is a weapon. Um, we've got a 3 mana minion, 2, 4 beast, cave hydra. Also damages the minion next to whomever this attacks. And then we got Flanking Strike, 4 mana. Deal 3 damage to a minion. Summon a 3, 3 wolf. And then To My Side, 6 mana spell epic. Summon an animal companion or 2 of them if your deck has no minions in it. Yeah, I said that right, guys. No minions in a Hunter deck. And then we got Lesser Emerald Spellstone. Summon 2 three, three Wolves. Play a secret <laughs> to upgrade it. So you have to play it in a secret, Hunter. It gets all the way up to uh, so summon 4 three, three Wolves. And then la- lastly, we've got the Rock D'Lar, which is a 7-mana weapon, 4-2. Uh, it's a Legendary, and it's Battle Cry. If your deck has no minions again... Fill your hand with Hunter spells when you equip this. All right, so going into these cards, you know, Hunter had just garbage, okay? I mean, just for the most part, there were maybe some cards that were like, okay, maybe you could play these, and they're kind of like on the same kind of power level. I mean, you got that Legendary that some people thought was pretty decent at eight, but nothing overpowered, right? Like, clearly nothing that was on the level of any of the other classes that had crazy, just disgusting cards. So are any of these cards... In in disgusting value territory or or power, um, honestly, like
1: as crazy as it sounds, all of them are for discussion. Like mm-hmm. all of these cards, I think are able to discuss the. Um, I'm gonna start with the no minions hunter because that's the big meme going around every yep. now and then. I've heard I've heard actual comments like "to my side has been the worst printed card in any card game since the two of clubs." Um, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> and I've heard that comment before, and I started, I started laughing. Oh, that's awesome! Um, so the one thing is, to my side, and Rook Dalar, and even a card like Flanking Strike and the Lesser Emerald Spellstone are all good cards. If No Minion Hunter is a thing, currently No Minion Hunter is not a thing. But th- if there are two more cards, or like three more cards away, like to my side from being a thing and being a powerful thing, because. People say that like to my side, oh, you're not gonna play minions in your hunter, whatever, yada, yada yada But to my side, two animal companions on six is actually pretty good. It's it's not that bad if you can consistently get it off. The issue is right now you can't do that. Um flanking strike is a really good card. There like people are playing things like Phoenix Heart or Phoenix Plume, uh Fire Plume Phoenix, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yep. And that's four mana three three deal two elemental. This is four mana three three deal three beast, which is really good. The Emerald yeah. Spellstone is good if you upgrade it once, and most likely with uh, the new secret and then other secrets, you're going to be able to upgrade it once. Um, cave Hydra people are... The Cave Hydra I have a, kind I like of a fondness card. for, yeah, and I, I like, like it. Card. But a lot yeah. of people are saying it's bad. But I have to defend it by saying we've never had such a powerful effect on a low stat line mm-hmm. card. Yeah. Um, so for instance, the last time we saw... The only times we've seen this, I think, have been the Warrior Weapon which is actually decent, um, from uh, Scourge Lord Garrosh. And the Warrior Minion, which was the 5-mana 4-3, which is just awful stat line. It might have been a 5-mana five 5-3. Five, um, But this one is a 3-mana 2-4, which means it has somewhat survivability, because 4 health on a 3-drop is decent. And it really helps Hunter with the issue of being bad against aggro decks, because they have to kill this. If they don't, you're going to trade make a trade onto a minion that they most likely didn't want. To tr- you to trade into and you're clearing up two minions with it and then it lives most of the time um and then the last card candle shot i used to th- when i first saw this i was like oh this card's actually pretty good but then i compared it to light's justice and paladin um and i'm like well candle shots kind of a little better than that and light's justice doesn't see play but the one interesting part about uh candle shot is hunter notoriously has had an issue with pinging one damage off So it could be beneficial in that merit. So I like all of these Hunter cards to an extent.
0: Okay. Gara, how about you?
2: Yeah, I think also with Candle Shot, it's very good for Hunter's Mark. I think you can play Hunter's Mark because of this card. Because you usually combine Hunter's Mark with Unleash the Hounds and Unleash the Hounds is a terrible card. And you don't really have other ways to deal one damage. Uh, For example, if Hunter had the Mage Hero power instead, you would always play uh, Hunter's Mark, I'm pretty sure. And if you run double Candle Shot, I'm pretty sure you can just, you know, afford to play Hunter's Mark. And that is actually a very effective way to maintain tempo with the Hunter's Mark and the Candle Shot. I think this card is very good. Also, the immune is very important that you don't take face damage Mm -hmm. by killing stuff, because Hunter is like no ways to regenerate health. I think it's a really big deal. And together with the neutral uh, beast that Hunter is getting, which Hunter really needed. Uh, I think Hunter is an excellent curve now, very powerful curve, ways to really maintain the board. Um, what I don't like about the five mana upgrade spell is it gets countered by the Priest, uh, yeah, Dragon free drop, which is printed in the same expansion to kill deals free damage to the board. So it really limits the power level of that card. Uh, I really like the 4-mana spell actually the most. I think mm-hmm. it's super powerful. Uh, and Hunter really was lacking in the 4-mana slot. 4-mana slot is one of the most powerful mana slots in the game, uh, besides the 2-mana slot. And now you can play a card that is not Huntmaster that is very, very strong. I think Hunter can build a very powerful deck. And I can't wait to see the power level of the deck. You know, is it Tier 1? Is it Tier 2? It's, yeah, I think it just looks very promising,
0: Hunter. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. that's definitely definitely good news. Yeah, the Cave Hydra, I, I kind of like this card, too, Dr. J. It's just, it's a three-mana card. That's the only problem. There's so many three-mana yeah. cards in, in Hunter. It's so always been many. Yeah, it's always been the, that's the biggest issue with it. It's, like, always been the value slot for Hunter. They've always had good three-mana cards. So yeah, having another one there, it's, like, tough. But it's great because, you know, it, it, it plays right into the Houndmaster play right after, too, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're removing...
2: You know, you're and raise them more poisonous. What? Okay. Raise them more poisonous to probably take out few minions.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. To to my side, I kind of agree with that too. It's like if you if if you're not talking about minions, you're talking about it as in a vacuum. Of course, that card's bad because it was made for a specific deck. So um, clearly, it's made for an all spell or non minion deck. And if it is, then you know, two animal companions. An animal companion is three mana, right? But two of them together. Is actually worth more than you know, like its parts, right? So, um, I think that that's where you can see, like, if you get a Leoc with a Huffer, or you get a Leoc with whatever, right? Like, it's it's going to be pretty good. Two uh eh, maybe maybe not quite, but um, I think two of them together are just going to be good value there. The, I'm not so sold on the spellstone though. I, I don't really love the spellstone actually for, that much. There's just too many things, man. Enforcers. You mentioned the priest card. There, I mean, you name whatever removal, it removes this, you know. And you'd have to play two of them to maybe get the second one. I think you know, have a decent percentage like fill on the board. So um, yeah, it's, uh, okay. Candle, candle, show I think you guys convinced me on that one. I thought that card wasn't that great, but now that you mentioned a few uses of it, I, I could actually see that being being played. So, yeah, maybe Hunter in in the end is going to, you know, figure out a niche. You know, it's probably the same niche it normally has, (laughs) to be honest, but you know, maybe it can actually get some uh, or at least have enough power now that it can actually make a difference. Uh, All right, Druid next! Okay, Druid got a lot of, like, you know, under five or under six mana cards, which is going to be interesting here. Barkskin, one mana. Give a minion three health, three armor. Greed Sprite, uh death rattle gain an empty mana crystal. So another ramp card. Uh, ironwood golem. Taunt only attack if you have three or more armor. And this is a four mana three-six. Uh, and then four mana oak S- o- oaken summons. Spell. It's a common. Gain six armor. Recruit a minion that costs four or less. And then uh, another four mana, three, five, astral tiger, death rattle. Shuffle a copy of this minion into your deck. So that's like a never ending card. (laughs) Uh, And a five. And lastly, we've got how do you pronounce that, man? Ixlid, (laughs) I guess. Ixlid Fungalord. It's a legendary five mana, two, four elemental. After you play a minion, summon a copy of it. Okay. So, you know, cheap, you know, these are cheap uh, minions for a druid. Yet they're not like what you would say are, uh, you know, token druid looking, you know, that, that kind of aggro druid looking. So, what's your take on this? Is this kind of like a the, maybe the start of a, a mid-range druid of sorts? <laughs> the, uh, the looks of like. Uh, yeah,
1: I just. Uh, uh, right, so I don't like Bark Skin at all. I think Bark Skin's really bad. You'd just rather play like Earthen Scales or something. Yeah. Even in like an aggro deck, it's like you have Mark of the Lotus. I don't think giving a minion plus three health and gaining three armor is worth it. um Astral Tiger, you don't, you just play Jade Idol. Like, I, I, I'd i <laughs> almost rather play a one of right. Jade Idol than two of these guys. Like, I, I just think Astral Tiger's not that great. um Then it gets to Ironwood Golem, and Ironwood Golem is. Decent if Taunt Druid becomes a thing. The issue is I don't think Taunt Druid will become a thing because all the other Druids are just that much better. And it's it's like a little better than mm-hmm. Sentient Shieldmaster. Uh, and Summons. People have been saying this card's really good and I can see it. I just don't personally like it. I think it's kind of mediocre at best. Um, greedy Sprite I'm actually excited for. I think Greedy Sprite's actually decent. Um, it gives you more ramp options in decks like Big Druid. So I like it for that reason. It also might make another kind of mid-range or combo druid a thing. And I really like Exilid. I don't know if Zillid is good. The fungal lord is good, but I, I like it for the flavor of what it can do. And a lot of people have told me, well, why don't you just run Faceless? But I like this for the reason that you can build a deck like Mali mm-hmm. Druid where you use this card, use Twig of the World Tree, you have an OTK combo, but if worse comes to worse, instead of tunnel visioning on that combo, like how old Mally Druid was, what you can do is sometimes you can just go Fungal Lord, Arcane Giant, and you have a 16-16 on the board for free, and you also can run like the new 5-mana 4-4 Arcane Tyrant, and you can play this, and maybe Nourish or something, and then play a 4-4, and you get two of them. Mm -hmm. So I think this card is actually versatile, and I like it, but I don't know how good it is.
0: Uh, Gar, how about you?
2: Yeah, I agree with pretty much all of it. I think that the Fungal Lord can potentially also be played in agro Druid. I think it's very good with tokens. Uh, Especially with the new token, there's like the 0-2 with Divine Shield Taunt. And like in Token Druid, you play so many Taunt means with a lot of health. And yeah, if this one is like tough to kill, let's say you buff him with Mark of the Lotus, you have a 3-5 that is hiding behind, like, a bunch of talents. <laughs> and then you just yeah. get so many tokens out so easily. Uh, yeah, I think in Agro Druid, he might make the cut. And Sprite as well, I think, might potentially be played in uh, also, like, a Gridia mid-range slash token Druid or, like, the, the fast J Druid. Like, there were, like, versions where you played um, the Putrefire, or whatever this card is called that gives you like a bunch of mana if you have like a bunch of minions on the board. Uh, and, Pilfer power,
0: yeah. Pilfer, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's kind of like the deck that plays the beasts, the cheap beasts, but curves out into Ultimate Infestation and Bonemare. Yeah. This is like a, an aggressive ramp card instead of like a passive one. So I really like it. And also what is unique about this card is you finally have a way of counterplay to a ramp. You never had any form of counterplay. This really annoyed me personally a lot. Like I drew it just plays solitaire you go growth Maya Keeper, Nourish, you just do your own stuff and then you go to infestation and there's nothing you can do about it. And once these cards rotate out, now they have to play this card because it's like probably the remaining ramp card. and you have a form of silencing it and, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I really like the design.
0: Yeah, you bring up a good good um point about silence. You, how important do you think silence is gonna be in this deck? I mean there's a there's a card in particular I want to talk about silence coming up, but um <laughs> just generally like silence, you you think it's gonna be a regular thing? Like every single um at least control deck will be running silence. You think that's
2: something It's that just that there's think? not so many good silence cards in the game.
0: Yeah, I mean it's they like didn't do they didn't also- add much, right? They didn't add a single silence card, I don't believe. No, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> might make a comeback. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. All right. Let me let me see if we can get to that card that I kind of <laughs> want to bring up here. I think it's at the very, very end, actually. Okay, well, we got a bunch of neutral cards now. So there are, there are tons of neutral cards. We got four sets of these. So let's kind of maybe just pick and choose the ones that we want to talk about. We don't have to actually introduce each one. Um, which ones do you think are really interesting? We have an ooze here. So we got a Corrosive Sludge. It's a new one. Battlecry, Destroyer, w- Opponent's Weapon 5, Mana 5, 5. Do we need that? I mean No. It's like no. we already have like three different ways to kill a uh, weapon that just like oh, what
2: could head. be is maybe they move Harrison Jones to Hall of Fame. I hope they don't. Oh but if you print this so. right if you Okay it could maybe. Be. I hope not.
1: <laughs> hope or not either. Like I like Harrison mean, Jones.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Things That's belong like what at a museum I and he's there to
0: <laughs> give it to him. I mean he's like one of the mascots, man. How can how can you get rid of one, the the faces of Hearthstone? <laughs>
2: They
0: got rid of Sylvanas. Yeah, well, and Sylvanas is, is, <laughs> is the epitome of coin flip, so in a lot of ways, like Ragnaros. Um, all right, anything here? Uh, so, Dragon Slayer. This card has gotten a lot of hate because it's such a dragon hate card, too. Uh, but yeah, how do you? I don't like the design of this card. Like, I, I actually am on the side of like not liking how this was designed because it's just like. You know, it just kills almost any dragon except for like something that costs probably eight or above. And it's 4 3 too. It's like a stat. It's like something that that I feel like it it could easily be played in a lot of decks. And it's not, you know, it's like a ton of value for nothing basically.
2: I think because it doesn't kill every dragon, it's a good design. It's kind of like Harrison Uh, Jones. Like if this would kill any Zero, this is way
0: better than Crabs in my opinion.
1: I. I'm not a huge fan. I don't like hate cards in general, so I don't like cards like Hungry Crab and Galactor. I think they're awful mm-hmm. for the game, because um, when a meta like stales out, it kind of forces you to play them. The probably, if they yeah. if, if they're yeah if they're that powerful enough, um, so Dragon Slayer is interesting. I will say I don't think it's good design because it doesn't necessarily kill a dragon, but I think it's better than what Galactor Crawler and Hungry Crab do. Yeah. Um, this comes down a little bit later than both of them, so it's a little better. But the issue is I will say most dragons, this is going to kill. Like it kills Operative, it kills the new 3-3. Um, but I will I will agree with Gara saying that it's not as bad because it doesn't automatically kill the dragon. So like if there's a Yasera, eh, you need two of these um instead of just playing one, which
0: is good. Um, but I think I think it might see play as a tech card. Yeah, I mean they they had they wanted to make a hate dragon hate card, right? So they couldn't have it be the same because there's no giant pirate. You know, there, there's no giant murloc that people play so that wasn't even the case you know that, that wasn't even an, an issue in terms of the text that's on those other two but if they would have done it to this one yeah it would have been at, you know just absa- insane but this removes everything in the mid range though like early and mids i kind of look I at think, it the same like i think they
2: discussed a lot this particular card like mm-hmm. how would you design a dragon hate card that is not too overpowered but so, why do you even have play? to have a dragon hate
0: card? I don't think you have to have a dragon yeah, hate card. I mean, that, that's the whole thing. It's like I don't like hate cards, period. And, yeah. like, you know, the dragon like is just, like crazy. Cards. Yeah. Like, I don't like the, just play it, and you all of a sudden just countered it, like, easily without doing anything skillfully. So, yeah. Um, I think
1: I think it's worth discussing Dire Mole. Um, the okay, new sure. hunter. I mean neutral card. Uh <laughs> Dire Mole is really <laughs> it's, it's good. Get, but it's
0: it's it's big. It's
1: now. um it's yeah. just like it's like I guess there's not much to discuss with it. It's just a one mana one three. It's good. It's a beast. It's going it to be played in Hunter, probably <laughs> be played in aggro druid. It's just a good card.
2: So it's funny. a one one free that makes an entire class playable. <laughs> I <laughs> it's
0: know. Like that... <laughs> <best arm. laughs> See, why didn't they call that? Like, why didn't they give that no guy a, a cute name? You know, he, he should have been like the gibberer. Well,
1: the Hunter was in a dire situation, so they oh, needed a my dire God. mole.
0: And, and <laughs> they needed a <laughs> mole too. <laughs> yeah, this is a one-mana one man one 3 beast, guys. Like, it's just like almost vanilla, but not quite. Yeah, the beast part of it, I guess, is gonna be. A big part. Uh, uh,
1: and I, I, think I would like it. to say real quick um, on all the all most of these cards, I don't think are worth discussing. But the funniest thing, that I so most people look at Cursed Disciple and they probably think it's a pretty bad card, and I'm on that boat. But some, when I was doing a card review the other night, one of my friends looked at this card and they like we had a scale of one to four on what we rated the card, and uh, I everyone gave it a four. Uh, I gave everyone, I'm sorry, not a four, a one. Everyone gave it a one. And then my one friend goes, I'm going to give it a 2. And I sat there, I was like, why, like, why would you ever <laughs> rate this card a 2? And he goes, oh, because um, it can be played in uh, Quest Druid, and it gives you 2 ticks on turn 4. Oh, and I sat there, and I good was point. like, good I was like, is that actually viable? So, I mean, it's kind of cool to think about that something this simple, um, and
0: this what seems bad, might have potential. Was, I don't
1: think it does, but that was like, definitely that's kind of cool on, to
0: think about. Yeah, that was definitely on the designer's mind, right? Like, why would you make it a 5-1? I mean, that's just kind of a very specific thing there, so that's, that's cool that your friend pointed that out. So, what, you guys, what what about Corridor Creeper? Like, you think it's too expensive? I mean, this is another case that this potentially could be free, right? Um, so... Uh, I don't like it. Okay.
2: Also, Cursed Disciple is it really so bad, it, like in the, in the tempo Curve decks, like, if you get this from, like, Prince or something, like, if it gets buffed, it's a 6-2 that gives yeah. you a 5-1. I true. can imagine it's so annoying, so annoying to deal with it, right? Because you always have to deal with the opponent's board. And as soon as he has a board, this on top of it, it's so hard to remove it, you know? I can yeah. imagine it yeah. being, like, such a pain in the end. You know? I mean, I could see you getting so at least I don't five, think it's, like, I that awful.
0: I could see you getting 5 damage to the face, like, a large percentage of the time from that... That minion, like you know, one of those guys. Well, it's a super favorable trade as well. Yeah, and it's a good trade too. But even if you're just going tempo, you, I could see a pretty large percent of the time you getting five damage, just from that minion. That's pretty good, right? I mean, if you're playing that type of yeah. an aggro tempo deck, then five damage is great. So, um... Uh, okay, well, let's move on to the next set. Then, if we there's nothing else there, all right, this one. Okay, what do we got here? We got the Danielson monk, the kobold monk there. <laughs> he's <laughs> doing the crane it's uh, awesome crane kick uh, exactly let's see uh, uh, I don't know I mean these are a lot of these have I think a lot of these are just moderately balanced or I mean just the the power levels are seen, are, are pretty moderate so
2: I like two of these cards
0: summon so a one at the end of your turn so that's what a four or five hmm I I like which,
1: like
0: ones? which
1: one which one guy like name it. Yeah. Or Gargoy, yeah, uh, what two does Gar like is probably the same two as mine.
0: Yeah.
2: I like Plated Beetle. I think this card is awesome. Um I think this is awesome for um, control warrior. Um because first of all control warrior doesn't have a good two drop. I think this is better than Armorsmith. Uh, yeah, will, and yeah, definitely this is also good for like N'Zoth Warrior, because you get him back and it has like a different well, gain armor. It's very good for uh, the Zolphoria, I think, this card. And it's like a beast which you can get from Curator as well. Uh, awesome card for sure. Also, it has like, yeah, oh. like if this new armor, Taunt Druid would be a thing. Um, this gives you like the free armor, If which you can, you know, you'd activate yeah. like this some cards like the Lesser Jesper Spellstone and these like, iron, what, I don't know the, all these names. But it's like a bunch of cards that require free armor, and it's a beast which you can like buff with the mark of Rush. uh So, I, I, like the more I thought about this card, the more decks uh, came to my mind where you could play this in uh, really awesome cards. Okay,
0: yeah, Doctor J, which which what's the other? Where were the minions you liked? Um,
1: uh, plated beetle was okay. I wasn't that sold on it, but I could definitely see regards coming from with that. Um, mostly I loved Master Okart. I think this card has a lot of potential. Um and there's there's just going to be some crazy stuff you're going to be able to do with this card. I'm not quite sure what exactly it is yet, but I'm sure there's some <laughs> things like I th- there was one cute thing I thought of I was like, "Oh, you just play Master Oakcart, you get Alakir, you get a Doppelgangster, and you get I don't I don't know what the one uh-huh. attack minion is, but then you swing with the Alakir, and then you evolve uh-huh. it all." And so it's, like, oh, it's, wow. like, really cute. <laughs> um, and I also liked Fungal Enchanter, because I thought Fungal Enchanter was just strictly better than Earthen Ring Farseer. Um, but I'm not sure how playable Fungal Enchanter is. Um, other than that, those was just my two picks, were Fungal Enchanter and Master Okart. All the other cards were kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah,
0: O-Kart O-Kart is channel. sick.
2: Yeah, Okart. Yeah, it's going to be... Like, the amount be... of deck building mm-hmm. that goes, like, into this card is crazy. You can play this card in so many different decks. Like, you can technically play it as a 9-drop in Murloc Paladin as well, just to get like a refill on the board. Like, if you pull just Wicker Flame, uh, well, War Leader, and like a an Murloc, so like it's kind of off the board. I it's a like question. a big deal.
0: I have a question for you. So, Matra Okart, when it comes to like Linessa Lanessa's a 1-1, one, one, right? Before the battle cry happens, so oh, okay, Lanessa doesn't actually have a battle. So whenever you recruit it, you don't actually get any battle cries, right? It's just pure summon. Yeah. So it'd have to be like, yeah, just just the raw stats on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lanessa. <laughs> I know, like a crazy <laughs> abuse, abuse it, yeah, ridiculous, right? Okay, yeah, Master Ocar Real sounds really cool. I have to really look through the the, the um just the collection. But that's actually really crazy the abusive ones. ones, yeah. Um,
2: it, like Armless Swift and whatnot.
0: Yeah if you do something with priests too the priests have all those like large health minions too you can like do the divine inner the next next turn something crazy like that but um cool all right next up we've got um all right this is the third set of neutral cards so anything here
1: um Scorpomatics, the first thing that comes to my head i think Scorpomatic is a pretty good card um it can almost replace Crazed Alchemist in some decks um, for the reason that it kills Doomsayer. Um, another cool thing about it is it works with Outdoor, so it makes like Outdoor combos cheaper. That's kind of cute. Um, another cool thing about it is, let's say Aggroger becomes a force. Uh, it kills Crypt Lord. It kills the 2-mana 1-5 taunt as well. It kills spiders. Yeah. There's a lot of things that this card secretly kills that people don't think about. So I think this card is is pretty decent. Shimmering Courser is... I hope this card isn't good. I really hope it's not good. This card seems so annoying to deal with. Like if you,
0: like really? it just okay.
1: because imagine Steeding this thing. It's like how do you answer it? You you just you just don't. It's yeah. It's really dumb. And then Shrimp yeah. Brewers just seems like a like a just a Earthen Ring with one more stat, which might be good. And Sleepy Dragon isn't too bad. I just those are the four that I get. I feel like are worth talking about.
0: Yeah um yeah. okay yeah i mean I, th- I think any of the others here summon a two three giant rat and your turn summon a random one cost minion yeah it's not all again all of these are like moderately powered you know <laughs> like oh, some yeah. of them underpowered actually but the sleepy dragon is always the one that people <laughs> like if i if you just get it like late games you can just throw it down like from a i don't know a stone hill or something like that um okay yeah uh, gar you have anything to talk, say about any of these Yes, I,
2: I completely agree. I think scopo take is the most interesting one. It, I think it's definitely better than uh, Kodo in Control Party, just because it's so much faster. And I agree with the the, the Unicorn. It's extremely <laughs> annoying to deal with this. And it's kind of similar to Anti-Magic Shell from Lich King. If you're playing like a Control Mage or Priest, like, how do you kill it? And then your opponent can still target it. I don't even want to think about how annoying this is going to be. And I think sleepy dragon will mostly be played from yeah. from stonehill defenders.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I don't know. Like, actually, this card might be good enough, right? Like, it might be fine, like a recruit team,
0: warrior. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah like, recruit warrior.
0: Mm.
2: Isn't this like the biggest taunt minion, like playable town minion that we have ever gotten? Yes. Yeah, probably. I
1: Giant Macedon was close. Yeah,
2: that's no, yeah right. close, but it was kind of like. Yeah, okay.
0: like this yeah. one has a dragon tag that is definitely relevant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely go- I mean, it's, especially emergency against like some kind of aggressive deck for whatever reason, just to slap that down and it's going to keep you safe for a while. Yeah, pulling
2: this from me, Sharash. Yeah. Or so good.
0: Yeah, Shimmering Corsair might be one of the main reasons to play Silence <laughs> in this expansion. Who knows? Um, it's just like a, a minion that Silence is not the actual spell. I hope clearly. it's not yeah. good. I hope it's yeah. not good. Yeah. Okay, and lastly, we've got, uh, finally, the card that I wanted to talk about, <laughs> which is the Darkness, which is a four-mana legendary 2020 that has a text that says, Starts Dormant, which we've never actually seen anything start dormant, right? Um, and then Battlecry shuffle three candles into the enemy deck. When drawn, this awakens. So if you just draw one of them, right, it just awakens. For the rest of the game, or just for that turn?
1: Wait, what do you what do you mean? So I'm like, sorry, repeat
0: the question. So it's it's shuffled three candles into the enemy deck, right? When drawn, when it when drawn, you know those candles, this awakens.
1: All all of them. All of them have to be drawn.
0: Oh, all of them have yeah. to be drawn. Okay, I was going to say like one. Holy crap! Okay, so all three candles no. need to be drawn. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna be crazy. No,
1: yeah. Damn it, what are you trying <laughs> to no, do? That's nice. Okay, so
0: so with that card, can you you can't? Can you just silence it? You, you can't, no. right? Like, no. it's still it has no, to be. No, you can't that, right? get it for Yeah, I was
2: like, you can't man, get it, it it's like a recruit guy. Yeah. It's always dormant.
1: If you evolve yeah. into it, I, or if you evolve, I think it just starts dormant and it's just stuck there on your board. Yeah. So you're gonna, yeah. I, I, I think you just evolve and then you just took up a board space.
2: Yeah.
0: Well <laughs> you can <laughs> it. You can like argue it or something.
1: <laughs> no, you can't you yeah. can't. Oh, it's do any of minutes. Right, right. Because it's oh, it's like uh like... and Corpse Flower. Oh,
0: it's not even targetable. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, it just sits gotcha. there. Looks it looks cool. Okay, yeah. I, I missed that part of it. And, like I didn't I didn't catch the the reveal of this because I was out of town. So um okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's not quite as interesting then <laughs> than what I was hoping it would be. Uh anything else here? Kind of Um Violet Worm.
1: I think the darkness mostly is just like a priest counter because it shuffles the three candles in so they can't activate Raza, but the odds are that Mm -hmm. rarely ever happens, so I don't think the darkness is that good. People have talked about Void Ripper being very situational, and it could be, but I think Void Ripper's kind of bad. The one card I'm interested for that I think most people would say is bad and I think has potential is Wax Elemental. And the reason I say that is because I really want to try this in a Quest Rogue variant, for the reason that um, one of the things with Quest Rogue was survivability, and you had an issue with that. Um, So with Wax Elemental, you can play it and put it towards your quest. If if it can't kill it, it just sits on the board and you put it back in your hand. And then when your quest done, it's a 5-5 with Divine Shield and Taunt. Oh, Um, And it's really cheap. So I think there might be potential there for something.
0: That's crazy.
2: I think you can play Wax Elemental in a lot of different decks in my opinion. I think it even fits in Elemental Shaman. You only have Firefly as a good Elemental Wanderer. And now you can play Vox Elemental. It, it works perfectly with flame Totem, Hanatite. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh,
0: okay.
2: It protects those... I think you can play it also in Agro Druid, because if you buff it, it's very good. It just protects your other stuff, like Fledging, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good in Agro Paladin with Divine Shield Synergy and Hand, hand Buff Paladin, for instance, mm. because you play the Rallying Blade, yeah, buffing this and just protects your stuff is very good. There's like a lot of these niche situations. Also, the elemental tag. I think it's a pretty good card. Mm. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. And <laughs> I was I was actually uh, doing like a deck review early on stream, and then uh, the violet worm. There's actually a very interesting cool combo yeah. you can do if you play violet worm in a uh, big priest. You get it with shadow essence, and then your opponent will not yeah. get it because you get like a full board of grabs. Then you can actually trade it and then use the the psychic card and get your give your opponent seven in the deck. <laughs> oh, That's really funny. That's
0: a show. Oh, it's actually wow. game winning good. Oh wow. That's cool. I didn't even the only, think about that the
1: only issue with that is when you uh well, I guess all the one ones ones are the same, so it really wouldn't affect
2: eternal no. servitude. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if they bad. died on
1: your side. Even, that's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's funny. <laughs> like, you don't really think about it, but it's no. actually powerful. No, that's Maybe actually
0: powerful. really, really good. You just flood your, <laughs> your opponent's. Like that, that's crazy. Guys. And we can also
2: counter like combo because he gets like seven grubs. Right? Yeah. It's like even better than darkness.
0: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it makes Big Priest that much more fun. I know. <laughs> wow. That's what we need, right? Crazy. Yeah, Void Ripper, but, I feel like, it's a, a an anti shaman <laughs> thing, man. It's like whatever shaman could build, you know, with all these totems or whatever to get, you know, just whole totems or whatever, man, that, that, that one card just destroys all of it kind of crazy and it's um, the fourth neutral demon is it oh yeah, yeah. okay fourth neutral demon. i think so yeah all right so um that's actually it for all the cards i mean i think we did made some good time but um figured we would pick our favorite five cards from the the set um and you know just kind of talk about it, just kind of look at the set overall and what we think and, and these are just our favorite cards this doesn't mean like oh this is the most powerful cards that we think they're going to be so we kind of these are the ones I picked. To be honest, like some of them you guys picked already, so I, I chose some other ones just to be different, uh, so we could talk about more cards. But yeah, why don't you guys, uh, Garo? You want know, to start with yours?
2: Uh, okay. Um, first, I wanted to pick some minions, but then I changed my mind to spells because I really hate that, like this, an uh, overall trend of just um, power spells. Bike upgrades with very expansions for minions yeah. and spells are relatively getting weaker and weaker, especially like the basic cards that we have that we still play in most decks. Like we still play frostballs and fireballs, but the minions are getting more and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like as soon as they print like new, more powerful board clears, like they have in this expansion. Like this psychic scream is like the best po- board they ever printed. But I don't actually mind having this in the game. I I really want to have more powerful spells just overall. I don't care, like, which ones. Uh, But I want them to be balanced uh, across the classes, not just give Druid Ultimate Infestation and not give the other classes good spells. Uh, I really like powerful spells. I
0: like it. Yeah, but you don't want to give every class the same spell. Right, like, no, no,
2: no, just good spells,
0: yeah. But okay, no. just like not every class having psychic scream,
2: <laughs> no, no, w- no. like, meteor, psychic scream, it could be ultimate infestation, but the other class, like, Paladin should not rely on playing lay on hands when Drake gets ultimate infestation, yeah. there's like, there's no, yeah, yeah no, no but, balance
0: yeah. there. Totally get it. Uh, well, so we talked about two of these cards already today, you know, flanking strike, and um, obviously, murmur elemental but uh yeah maybe talk about uh reckless flurry i mean that's another removal spell right that's like kind of what you're talking about super powerful crazy awesome and then explosive runes which you touched on earlier too that card's just just great i mean you never you always get full value from that card no matter what you do
2: and you can play it in any mage deck actually as well yeah that's true yeah like Control Mage, Secret Mage, you know, you name it, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Dr. J, you have a bunch of cards that we didn't talk about. At least, uh, Flanking Strike, you you had the same as Gara there. But everything else was cards that we talked about in previous weeks. So maybe touch so, on some of those.
1: So, I picked mostly the cards I'm most excited for and the cards that I think are super powerful. I'm going to go from the bottom top. Grumble World Shaker, I like it a lot. I don't know how good it is, um, just for the reason that it's, it's shaman's and a shaman might be in a bad state after this patch or expansion. But the one thing I do like about Grumble is that it gives potential for things that can just be ludicrous. Like let's say you have a Blaze Collar on the board and you bounce the Blaze Collar back and then you go murmuring elemental blaze caller, like that's just 10 damage. Like that's just that's just ludicrous. That's insane. Um I like Kobold Librarian, because I think it was the best warlock card they printed in the set. I think kobold librarian is just insane.
0: It's the best um, one drop, isn't it? Like I arguably? think it's the best.
1: Yeah, like I think, I think it's card is just like one of the best cards ever printed. Like I, I, I mean, I'm that confident saying that. I think it's insane. Um, I think flaking strikes really good. I was excited for it with Hunter. I think uh, Hunter needed something like this, and I think it was really good. Two of the world tree. I'm excited for because I want to build decks around it, and I think it's a really cool card. Um, and then and <laughs> Strider. I am just so sold on this card and I think it it's is the best good. card of set. I think it's, it's the best card of set. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. this card's it's insane. Like,
0: it's like every single rogue is gonna play this card. Every like, no rogue will play this card, no what.
1: Yeah. I think, um, for the like for the whole new year. Like mm-hmm. any card's just
0: that insane. Gara, what do you th- What's your take on Feldori? We 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 kinda disagreed so last last episode. I was saying the same thing last episode, but we, like
2: you can play it in New Rogue, in tempo it's rock, like in in Rogue, like, <laughs> it's like a Rogue. It's playing a rogue. You can play it, like in totally different archetypes of rogues. That's how strong this card is.
0: They should have <laughs> stated it lower. Like it, it's just too easy to play at four four. It's a four mana four four is not that bad, right? And, and what was
2: the name of the of the bad version of it that gives you a the more beneath or,
0: the grounds? Yeah,
2: beneath yeah. the grounds compared to beneath the
1: ground. <laughs> and that card's all play. <laughs>
0: It's that one mana, dude. Yeah, I that guess. one extra mana gives you a four-four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's amazing. And I mean, it's a little actually, different, like, but
2: yeah, yeah. And you can draw them like faster. Like you can. Yeah, like, you
1: can things, dictate like, when you, you draw them. them. Yeah,
0: it's. <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of insane. It's an outright great card that there's just no reason why, why you wouldn't play. It's just too good not to play. That's how good it is. Uh, yeah, that one would, would have definitely been on my list. Now, my list is a, um, mostly cards that, I, a combination of cards that I'm, I'm just looking forward to playing and cards that I think were cool designs. So, um, Temporis, I think, is a card that's completely out there for for Blizzard to actually release. You know, just having the ability for your opponent to go twice and you, just going twice. Like, we, we've we only had Time Warp do that, right? So, two releases in a row, we introduced this kind of going twice in a row. And, and I think that the Number of combos you can do going twice in a row is crazy. And then the counterplay for it is going to be super interesting too. You know, like how, how do people, you know, prevent this kind of combo from happening? You know, and what, what do they do? Or how do they set up their own two card combo, right? Like, or two turn combo type of thing? So um, I think it's, it's going to be really, really cool to see how, you know, you guys figure it out. Uh, Dragon's. I Soul- think this oh, will
2: yeah. actually also see a lot of playing constructed just from Neta mm-hmm. Spite historians. Like, when you think you can afford to play a Temporous when you're ahead on board. Okay. And and you also have, like, because it's a Priest card, you have a higher chance to get him as well. And then you just, you know, when you're ahead on board, you think, I I can survive two of my opponent's turns. Then you play him, and then crazy things are going to happen. I think someone is going to win the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I wouldn't play play Temporous... Yeah, I wouldn't play Temporous unless I knew I could, you know, like... Divine fire, fire that right, and just win the game, like that, that that sort of thing. So, like, or at least I have a minion that I can do those two things to, and then just win the game type of scenario. So, how people deal with that? Like, do they hold a taunt on? You know, like, do they? What do they do to counter that potential combo? You know, this could be a really oppressive card in some ways too. So. I, I'm really curious to see what's gonna happen, but I do like the fact that they were brave enough to throw something out like this into the, the ecosystem. That's really, really cool. Um, dragon Soul, this isn't like as crazy of a card or anything. I, there's just something about it I just like. Um, just the fact that I can you know maybe think about like a lyra type of build you know and that sort of priest and then get value from it just by throwing in dragon Soul. you know like you can actually get five fives from just doing what you would normally do. It's kind of interesting to me. Uh, Sonia, I think, is a- another card that's kind of kind of cool. I don't know if it's going to be powerful, but I think it's just neat that you can, you know, dictate when you get those one ones, which ones you can get on your turn, not just on like on your opponent's turn. So um, I think that can play for a lot of great battle cry type of minions too. For for uh, rogues, they have good battle cry minions, right? So. Uh, Twilight Acolyte we talked about, insanely broken good. Like I can't believe <laughs> Freeze I can't believe they even gave Freeze this card. It's it's that good. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, oh my I God. mean it's like it's like Voljin and like like Aldor together. I mean it's just like what? Like this is like crazy. Like uh, and then um Unstable Evolution. I just think it's a a better implementation of Evolve. Like I, I like how they did that. In fact I, I kinda wish they would have originally done it this way instead of evolve the whole board, you know, like like one. Um, you know, have them pay for it. You know, like if you wanna if you didn't like what you got, you have to pay another man mana and just you know, you can keep doing that if you want. So I, I definitely liked the correction, even though the other is gonna be there for a long time. <laughs> uh so yeah, overall, you guys happy with uh what you guys see? Very. Yeah, okay, yeah, me too. I started off kind of disappointed to be honest, and then I'm like, oh, it just as more and more cars came out, I was like, Yeah, this is this is great, you know, given that they didn't really do anything um enormous like DKs or, or quests or things like that. I think they did a, an awesome job with which is individual cards.
2: Gara, you yeah but we still got some new card archetypes like Secrets for Rogue for the first time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh legendary weapons for the first time. It's pretty exciting and I'm really lo- looking forward to the next year's rot- rotation because the the three expansions that stay in the game look pretty good compared to the the ones that are rotating out. Mm-hmm. Like we have Un'Goro, Knights of the Frozen Throne, this one, and then the next one we get in April. So I'm really looking forward to the to the next year's circuit for uh, HCT. Yeah. I wonder think if this crazy. is going to
0: be the trend, because last year I think they started by, by releasing some powerful cards, right, in this last expansion of the, and before the reset. And then I feel like they stepped it up another level with this one. Yeah. where They went crazy with Power Creep and just just straight up power and knowing that the you know the reset will be uh the the next expansion and we always have like a a new freshness to that when that happens so you know i think they're strategizing these releases a lot better now and it's, it's really awesome for the game uh, all right well uh, just real quick you know given that we, we had spent like an hour and a half on that just want to thank the patrons for supporting the show you guys are the uh, you know the main reason why we're able to do this show so um, I want to give thanks to some of those if you are interested in supporting the show go to patreon.com slash and make a pledge we'd really appreciate anything like anything you can can uh, afford to to pledge it would be amazing but big shout out to our legendary producers Mike Teen Rami S and other patrons David T Bryce L Engine S uh, Grant A a, louise l vince f alex f bruce w michael o and jim g you guys are amazing awesome all that good stuff and um you know really really appreciate you guys uh let's see next up we had uh so host challenge host challenge this thing that we had them like try to guess what um cards that were going to come out and you know zam actually had a good one that was guildsmith two mana two three battlecry. cry give your weapon immune during your opponent's turn you know, because I guess they were anticipating ooze just being like you know a big a big thing, but yeah, that would have been pretty cool if, if they would have come out with something like that. That was a definitely a good guess by Zam. Um, but uh, see, we had a question here, Q and A from Ahmed N. What's your favorite card design wise? Favorite card design wise, and what's your least favorite? Mine is Call to Arms. Paladin four mana recruit spell as it behaves differently in different deck types. My least favorite is Rune Spear Shaman weapon, which I am mad that they didn't make it cast from your deck to make you have control over it. Okay, yeah. So I, I think he's is he talking about just this expansion, uh, uh, I'm, or is this overall s- Rune Spear? Is that I forget? Is, is that that's this expansion? That's this expansion. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely that's a this Shaman expansion. weapon. So so I would I mean, assume okay. it's an expansion. Yeah. Uh yeah, so what's your least favorite design? What's your favorite design? Yeah.
1: Um my least favorite design is probably something like Dragon Slayer. I know we mentioned it earlier. I just don't like those specific hate it cards. Works. Yeah, me too. Uh but my favorite design it's really hard to say. I like the spellstones. I like how they designed. I like that they buff when you're in your hand. Yeah, they have crazy effects if you can buff them.
0: Um I like that. Okay. Uh, Gara, who are you? Uh,
2: My least favorite is definitely Dragon Fury. I was really looking forward to a new mage bot clear. And having this RNG effect for a bot is so bad, I think. It's a really bad design, I think. Um, Yeah. Because you play it in a control deck, and you want to have control over the cards you're playing. And the best design card is the one drop for Hunter, the one free beast. (laughs) Really? It's so simple. Really? It's and so simple. Thing.
0: Thing. And it's, it's cute, just, and it's oh good. Oh my god, seriously? Okay. Simple and effective. Yeah, okay, i give you that. Like, if you're talking about one card, and just like the one that you think was best designed, just with the least amount that Probably it did. costed like it.
2: $5 to make. Yeah. And makes it class for <laughs> <while I'm home. laughs>
0: Okay, so I would say there was another card I was thinking of. I can't remember what it was last, because I was just, I remember last episode I said that I just don't like that how this card was designed at all. But I can't remember. I think my favorite design is probably I don't know. If I had to pick, there's definitely a few of them, but I would say maybe like mm, Maybe something like Deck of Wonder. I, I think Jackie kind of convinced me last last week. Deck of Wonder and just how fun that kind of, you know, because it has that that kind of Faldori aspect to it, but it's it's different because it spells right. So then you kind of have this like Yog feel to it all of a sudden, you know, or you know, like you can you can have this kind of Yog ish type of mage even without Yog, and it's it's I don't know, it's kind of cool. And then I think my worst I think the worst one was like I think Togwaggle did not turn out the way that what. They, you think that's going to be a cool card? Like, that's going to be fun? I think it's fun.
1: I think I'm going to waggle anything. and then, explore the like, <laughs> on Guru and then Skulking Geist their deck. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> wow, okay. That could be interesting. Uh, yeah. Wow, okay. I didn't think about it's Skulking fun. Geist. It's not good, but it's fun. Yeah. Okay, I guess. I mean, uh, I, I thought they could have done it better. Like... I think the idea of having it like in the your opponents like the ransom cards shuffled into their deck is like a little bit cooler. So they can't control, you know, when it, when it, it it changes back instantly. You know, right now it's just like okay, you have to pay five mana and then you know you switch back, right? Um, but I I, I, I my, think I would have liked the fact that you'd have to play with each other's deck for longer. That would have been freaking amazingly awesome.
2: I think my favorite design is the nine mana cards that recruits a one, two, and three attack minion.
0: Because oh okay yeah so yeah there's so many
2: different decks you can do with this card. Yeah, that's true. It's really fun.
0: Yeah. All right, well, uh I think that's it guys. Going to wrap up. Um I think we did made awesome time in terms of like getting through these cards. And uh thanks so much guys for for hanging out and you know one thing that we didn't talk about, you guys looking forward to the dungeon run like um and you know trying to complete that. I know you guys are going to work on decks immediately, but you know, I guess we should probably just talk a little bit about that'cause <laughs> uh...
2: i I wish there would be some sort of reward, man, just a small reward like yeah, packs or like some gold or whatever like similar to arena, I think this would really increase the the fun aspect of the dungeon runs. I think very fast you would think like why am I doing this you know it's I think just some smaller reward would be. Yeah, I
0: almost feel like it shouldn't. It should have been just like a game mode and not like, uh, you know, an adventure mode type of thing. It should have just been an outright new game mode. So they, it would be natural, right? It'd be like arena. It just rewards you for doing well in it yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so too. But um, you know, at least the first month of it, you know, I think will be super exciting and fun. But then after that, I, I hope it, it can maintain it. So hopefully, maybe they continue to enhance it. You know, and and it's probably their plan. Yeah, I hope I hope they do that. Because if they do that, then that will be, that'll be, um, you know, a way to to basically make a new game mode just with no rewards, which will kind of suck a little bit. All right, well, uh, if, you got, if you guys um, listening to the show have any questions, go ahead and email those to valuetown at and you can do that. Um, we're actually found on all the audio channels too, so uh, probably a lot of you guys are listening on iTunes as well as Google Play and SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Big shout-out to BP for leaving us uh, the last five-star review on iTunes. Really appreciate that. Helps uh, people find valuetown when they're looking for Hearthstone podcasts. But uh, Dr. J, want to do some shout-outs before you take off?
1: Uh, yeah, um, it's just been great. I'm really excited for this new set. Thank you for having me on the show, as yeah, always. I really course, appreciate man, doing awesome. all of this. Uh, shout outs to my new organization at Space Station, GG, Space Station yeah. Gaming. It, a great, great bunch of people. I'm really looking forward to the new competitive year with them. Who's to on this team them right now? Is on Yeah, and I are yeah. the two members okay. right now. Awesome. um They're looking into a third. Can't really say much about that, but, um... Mm-hmm. Looking we'll into a third for the competitive season. And then you can find me Twitter and Twitch, uh, Dr. Chicken Inky, D R J I K I N I N K
0: I. I think that's about it. All right. Gara, how about you, man?
2: Shout outs to the Gara Boys Fan mm. Squad <laughs> Nation. <laughs> yeah. I know some of them are watching. Awesome. Shout outs to that's you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. It's always so much fun. I really enjoy play, uh, talking about Hearthstone, oftentimes, like more than playing and that's yeah, perfect i'm re- <laughs> super excited about tomorrow I'm gonna stream for like 10 hours i don't know
0: yeah man i'm at the catch you had some great ideas man i like i think that <laughs> that, that one worm one was amazing dude i'm gonna have to try it out with like literally on the next day that's gonna be a, it's awesome yeah it sounds awesome, awesome. yeah totally <laughs> but yeah thanks everybody for watching guys jackie and ali uh i think we'll be back next week we'll we'll see um like their schedule is just so crazy right now so it's hard to, to say i think i think they might be at seed story actually so well they're you know, in australia aren't they right, right now, they're also but i think they might be story, I, they yeah. might be yeah fly, i think they are flying because f2k has a team over there right so um yeah so we probably won't have Ali and, and jackie here either next week so we'll probably get another <laughs> set of guests and uh you know we'll talk about new decks that's going to be super exciting to see what people come up with But uh, that's going to be it for this week, guys. So for Dr. Jinkaniki and uh, Gara and myself, Chamian V, we'll see you next week, guys. Later. See ya.